Are you being influenced? Well, if you watched the blockbuster film in the last decade, well, then there's a chance it has been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. Now, in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, well, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. All right, News Roundup, Information Overload Hour, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the uh, program. So we're following the race in Pennsylvania for the U.S. Senate and the Republican nomination. And it's been a tight race all throughout the race. Um, big moment came when President Trump endorsed uh, Dr. Oz, who I am supporting. Oh, Hannity, he's your friend. Of course you're going to support him. I actually have friends running in this election that I'm not supporting because I don't agree with their positions and I don't believe they're going to fight to the degree that I'm going to need them to fight. Another thing I look at is electability. There are some people, you know, you check out their background and you know that in a general election, they're just not electable. So Oz, for me, checked all of those boxes. It's so reminiscent of when I first went out in support of Donald Trump I mean, I had one conservative after another, just just ripping me to shreds, tearing me down, questioning whether I'm a true, real conservative, which I have been consistently on the radio now for 35 plus years and 26 and a half years on Fox News. And I put my reputation on the line because I knew Donald Trump, had long, lengthy discussions with Donald Trump, and I knew that he would govern as a conservative and guess what? I was right, and all of my critics were wrong, and eventually most of them even came around and said, oh, Hannity was right. Well, they didn't quite say it that way. They just started supporting Donald Trump. They wanted to be like super Trump supporters. Um, I see the same thing, and I have the same relationship with Dr. Oz. I know that he is America first. I know that he's make America great again. I know that he is pro-life, pro-Second Amendment. I know that he's going to fight for secure borders, energy independence. I know he believes in peace through strength. I believe that he he understands the necessity of free and fair trade. I know that he will take seriously the the vetting process of anybody appointed to the Supreme Court. And he supports constitutionalists to the Supreme Court, not people that will legislate from the bench. And as I, I've watched this race unfold, I've seen 
probably if you add it all up, I've read some estimates from from various locations, maybe $35, $40 million in negative ads have been run against him. Now, I saw the same phenomenon unfold when Donald Trump was running in a primary. Remember, he's up against 16 other people, and he emerged successful. But they spent, in that case, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. $40 million in a Senate race is a lot of money. And I've seen these ads, and I've, I've not spent a lot of time attacking the people that are running just nothing but negative ads. But uh, when I see them, it makes the guy that I know that I have personally vetted unrecognizable to me. And that's sad because it's a disservice to the people in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Bottom line. Anyway, here is the president. They had a rally for President Trump had a rally Friday night in the, in the pouring rain. Thousands of people showing up, urging people to vote for uh, Dr. Oz. And here's what he said. So the primary is on May 17th, but early voting begins this Tuesday, May 10th. Get out and vote. Vote for Dr. Oz. He's an outstanding person. All right, so now I know Donald Trump as well also. He doesn't support people that are not supportive of his agenda. But again, if you're in Pennsylvania and you're inundated with these ads day in and day out, you know, you begin to doubt, oh, um, um, what they do is they slice, dice, edit. You can do anything in an edit room. I work in television. I work in radio. I know how to do it. We don't do that. Anyway, here's uh, Dr. Oz's latest ad. It has been raining nonstop all day, but that has not stopped locals from turning out in force at a huge rally for Republican Senate candidate Dr. Mehmet Oz. Rain all you want. We're going to have a lot of fun, Pennsylvania. We're going to have a lot of fun. It's time to start talking about greatness for our country again. That starts with nominating my friend, Dr. Mehmet Oz. He's a great man. Dr. Oz, I've known him a long time. Do we love President Trump, Pennsylvania? When you save the soul of Pennsylvania, you save the soul of America. And the rest of the world is watching us. That's what we're fighting for. That's why President Trump, it means the world to me that you're here, sir. God bless you. Dr. Oz is a man who truly believes in the MAGA movement. He believes it 100%. We can always count on Dr. Oz to stand up for the United States. And you're going to send Dr. Oz to fight for you in the U.S. Senate. And we will make America great again. Thank you, Pennsylvania. Thank you very much. Thank you. So obviously a big moment in the campaign. Dr. Oz joins us back once again. So uh, we'll know one week from today how this primary comes out. Latest polls have you up. Uh, it's a very, very tight race with you, and it looks like now Kathy Barnett uh, has come into second place uh, with uh, Dave McCormick now in third place. But it's it's a close three way race by any measure. Uh, what are your what's your take on why we're at this point? Do you think forty million dollars in negative ads have, has played a part in in this being a tighter race than maybe I would have expected? Without question, when they throw that kind of money at you, and President Trump warned me. He said, you're an outsider like I was. And the inside establishment is going to attack you. They're going to go crazy because they know that you won't follow their script. And as he predicted, they showed up. Ads from all angles, manufactured, all the things you said about me, uh, where they, they said were not true. President Trump specifically in the announcement he wrote himself said I was pro-life. They've been attacking that. 
strong on crime, the border. But by the way, you've been pro-life your whole life just because you talked medically about when a child is viable does not take away your belief that you believe life begins at conception. If I understand it, that's a belief you've had your whole life. It is, and I've been very vocal about it. In the actual interview that they claimed that I wasn't pro-life, I said I was pro-life in the actual interview. So, but it doesn't welcome matter. To, welcome to the world of politics. It's a blood sport. Exactly. And also, I, by the way, you know, he said I would fight for a supporter under siege Second Amendment. The NRA gave me their highest grade for someone who's not served yet in office. Uh, Ted Nugent endorsed me uh, and others who love guns. And yet that's one of the other big knocks. But here's the thing. I actually think Pennsylvanians are smart. They recognize that these ads are uh, distorted. But what they did do was they sullied my reputation. It, by the way, my main opponent, Dave McCormick, experienced you know, something to a lesser degree, but also sullying. And, and that gave an opportunity for a third contender to enter, which you know mixes it up even more. We knew that it was going to be a tight race. Um, and this woman, uh, Barnett, has now uh, joined the fray. And she's very different, though. She's I got to say, in my opinion, I think she's a phony because, and you know, cause she's actually an insider. She claims not to be, but she's the worst kind of insider because she lost. And she lost big by 20 points uh, two years ago well, to a weak Democrat. Let me read some tweets. September 26, 2015. This, and, and I've interviewed Kathy Barnett when she was on this radio program. Uh, and my interview, I was impressed with her. But I'm a little shocked at she's, uh, everything I've seen. She's claiming she's a, a MAGA person. She said about Donald Trump, uh, we have Cruz, we have Ben Carson, I like Trump 2016, he's a riot, but he's nothing more than headlines, very little substance. And she said the same day, you know, Trump 2016 is good for four beers and barbecue, but not as president. We are morally bankrupt, uh, and we could, do, you know, do different. I, I'm not sure of what the Twitter spelling here is. Then on September 28th, two days later, she says Trump 2016's moral character is questionable, braggadocious, plus constant jabs, four bankruptcies, uh, brags, bending rules. Uh, then she said in March of 2016, this is scary. Trump openly rejecting certain media who point out issues with him and his campaign. March 17th saying uh, we're not asking for perfection, but we should demand a higher moral character. Uh, then I assume she means Donald Trump, you know, uh, D crackhead down D street, whatever the hell that means. I can't read Twitter, but I mean, clearly she's not a Trump fan. How does she claim that she's MAGA? I don't know. And even, uh, when we were on the debate stage, uh, two weeks ago, she said, you know, Donald Trump it, it didn't make MAGA. Uh, we made MAGA and he came to us. I actually have that cut. Let me play that. That, I, that caught my attention as well. MAGA does not belong to President Trump. MAGA, although he coined the word, MAGA is actually, it belongs to the people. Our values never, never shifted to President Trump's values. It was President okay. Trump who shifted and aligned with our values. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what she's saying because he ran on that MAGA platform and created it. Exactly. And I don't know how you would take that away from him. Uh, especially after you've dissed him a bunch of times for not being all that uh, capable, and he ends up winning and, I think, doing a superb job as president. But again, this is, we're not talking about comments from years ago. But less than two weeks ago at a, at a debate that, uh, that everyone was able to watch in nation nationally, but also uh, everyone that did watch in Pennsylvania, she said this. She was looking around thinking, why, why, why would she attack the fact that he was, his legacy 
of coalescing MAGA together. But, you know, it goes on from there. She, there there's so much about her. Every hour we discover something new. And it goes beyond, for example, if you're a law and order Republican, which, you know, I think we all should be in the primary, especially, while violent protesters are burning down our cities, she was expressing a desire to join Black Lives Matter in Minneapolis. You know, while, while what? the founding thought, yes. And she, she would write about the fact that, you know, these protests were necessary and important and attributing uh, these protests to systemic racism. So these are conversations that, and you, you these are all on video. So you, you watch them all, you know, she nuances it. There's elements of it that you can sort of nod your head with, but it's a very aggressive approach. Um, and you know, at that same time period, by the way, while, when our founding fathers' statues were being torn down, she wanted to erect a statue to Obama. So I don't think these values uh, align. I did, I did read that. That kind of that caught my attention. And uh, I, I guess the context is uh, she had an idea, I guess, of Obama... Douglas statue erected near the Emancipation Memorial statue. Uh, I never knew a conservative that was really that fond of Barack Obama. Well, I, I got to say, what we are saying here on the ground in Pennsylvania is that Kathy Barnett is the best chance for Democrats to capture Fetterman's seat, the next Senate seat. And I, I don't think anyone here is taking lightly that possibility. Uh, she's, you know, for well, this is what concerns me, and this is not personal in any way. As I said, when I when I had her on this program, I liked her, and I think she has enormous. Uh, I I felt at the time she has enormous potential. Um, uh, a lot of this is new to me, and what I'm realizing here is, you know, somebody in a in a a tightly bunched race that you're in the lead in, uh, could could come out of nowhere and win this, and I would argue she's not a vetted candidate. And and you know we this is a must save seat if Republicans have any hope of taking back the U.S. Senate. This is not a game to me. You know if you remember all the questions I threw at you for months and months and months before I decided to endorse you. Um, I I don't think my my vetting process was uh, could have been any more arduous. It was pretty difficult. I was putting you on the spot a lot. Well, I'll tell you, there was a, a brilliant article in the Washington Examiner today, uh, written by Selena Zito, who you know, who raised that very question. She's a mystery woman, right? And But what we do know is concerning. Um, but there's all kinds of questions about her, her, I know, from what she claims about military service and, you know, uh, you know where she studied and when she actually moved to Pennsylvania. None of these were answered by her campaign staff when this writer, who's written up profiles in all the major candidates except her, because no one ever really knew much about her and thought much about her. So I, I recognize that there's a passion to find additional candidates. All makes sense. But we don't want to make a mistake, as has been made in past elections, even within the last decade, where we took strong candidates who had gone through a very arduous process that you described, had been attacked a lot because of that process. But at least you find out their weaknesses and whether they can stand up to it. And, all of a sudden, and, and whether or not they can win in a general election, I cannot answer that question right now because there's not enough information. And the few things that I have found uh, about her, especially, you know, her being so anti-Trump, really surprised me. And this, I, I'm not sure where the Obama love came from, but, I mean, I, certainly it's questions that need to be answered. Here's the problem. And Pennsylvania is mostly a day of voting state. This primary is in six days. Is 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 the are Republicans able to vet her, and is that going to get into the political bloodstream of of the of the Commonwealth, 
well enough so people know exactly who Kathy Barnett is, just like they know who you are and who Dave is? No. It, they'll be rolling the dice. She's not answering, at least her team is not answering calls from reporters, as I just re- shared. Uh, this is a major concern. And if they're not being challenged with the difficult questions that you asked me and other candidates have already had to withstand, then we're going to be tossing the dice on whether someone is a good general candidate. And again, the history of this process, when it's happened like this, is not a good one for Republicans. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back a few more minutes. I'm going to finish my interview with Dr. Oz. Then we're going to get to your calls, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network. And now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers Verizon, AT&T and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. On a calm October night, Michael and his wife, they were just out for a walk in their neighborhood when their life got flipped upside down or just like yours could be. Now, Michael was attacked by a homeless woman who stabbed him multiple times before he was able to restrain her and waited for law enforcement to arrive. But what happens next is why our partners at the USCCA exist. Now, while Michael was in the hospital, a detective literally charged him with assault. Now, this is the new America that we're living in. Luckily, Michael was a USCCA member just like me. He used his training, his education, and his self-defense liability insurance to stay out of jail and save his family from potential bankruptcy. If you want to learn proven ways to deter criminals, defend your family, avoid legal trouble, just go to uscca.com slash Hannity right now. You'll put in your email. You'll get a free guide put together by the USCCA and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to uscca.com slash Hannity today. Hey, today more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And by the way, who has the time? Now, HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud to help you and your family save. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Now, saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock, they make it simple and easy to find and fix any hidden medical bill error. Now, to save, go to their website. It's HealthLock.com. One word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Hi, glad you're with us. 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, we'll get to your calls. We're just holding over Dr. Oz uh, as we we examine these new poll numbers. He's in the lead and uh, for the nomination for the Republican Senate seat that is open with Pat Toomey leaving in the great Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Uh, and then the sudden 
uh, rise of, of Kathy Burnett, who has not been vetted by anybody, any place, anywhere. Uh, and we'll get to that back to that in a second. I was warning people because I saw the, the tens of millions of dollars being dumped on your head. And it, it made you, the person I know, unrecognizable to me. And I, I'm watching this unfold. I know people that work on other campaigns. And I said, this is not going to end well. This is a really bad idea when Republicans spend that much money just 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 trying to tear down every other Republican in a race. She was ignored because her polls were so low. And now we're six days out and nobody's vetted her. And and she's right up there, you know, just, you know, nipping at your heels. With I guess you have a two, three point lead at this point. It's tight. Uh, and it's up to us, both as candidates, to get the word out about the concerns we have over Barnett, but it's also up to her to be responsive. You know, come clean in all the things you're being asked about, not responding to well-respected journalists with questions on simple things that, you know, you don't have to consult anybody with. You know where you grew up and where you went to school and everything. They should be shared. The fact that we don't even have those basic bits of information clear uh, is a major concern because what we are finding is a little unsettling. And I'll say it again. The fact that, you know, when the country's being torn apart, you're expressing a desire to go, to go join BLM is a, is a problem for me. I don't think those are the values of Pennsylvanians. And I know that if Pennsylvanians knew this stuff, they'd be upset about it. And, you know, no one wants to go out there and do the exact same thing. If, if, if just the stuff that I saw made it into the political bloodstream of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, I would argue probably overnight seven-point drop of Kathy Barnett. Oh, but I don't know I if that's going to happen between now and then, which is a little scary, especially if you're factoring in this is a must-hold Senate seat, and whoever gets this nomination's got to win. And well, and some of the got, stuff I'm reading is is pretty troubling, and uh, somebody's got to you know get to the bottom of all of this. Um, and I'm not sure with six days you have enough time to do it. Well, you have a ton of listeners. This this interview right now could change the course. Call your friends in Pennsylvania. If you're already in Pennsylvania, call a couple of friends. And I'll just give you one fact. Forget about all the other stuff. We're trying to put someone, if you're supporting her, in a position to campaign. Uh, if when she, the last time, the last time she did campaign, less than two years ago, she got crushed by 20 points by a weak Democrat. So that's in a general right election. That's that's my election. fear. Um, anyway, if people want to if people want to see where you are on issues, et cetera, et cetera, what what do they do? DrOz.com, I'm very transparent. Check it out, but you know, get vocal, guys. This is this Latin week left. This is how what Americans do. Be brave. Spread the word. This is a must-hold Senate seat if Republicans have any chance of taking the Senate. Wow. Uh, Dr. Oz, we appreciate you being with us, and you have given me more time so I can give an honest assessment to my audience, and that's why I fully support and endorse your candidacy, and I, and I hope a week from today we're able to have you on and celebrate a victory uh, this is getting a little scary to me. How do you have a candidate unvetted? Well, to go with the vetted one, I, I trust Pennsylvania to do the right thing. You know, I tell this audience I can explain conservatism in a minute, and I often do it. And some might say it's repetitive, but conservatism to me is not that complicated, and it makes the lives of the American people better. One quicker way to say it would be whatever Joe Biden's do, doing, do the opposite. But I, but I think it's important for people to hear in your own words what what drove you into this race what made you leave a highly successful well-paying syndicated talk show one of the highest paying jobs in in all of media uh to do this and and what will you do for the people of the commonwealth 
love of country. I got tired of seeing how crises were affecting us, hurting our people, taking our jobs, destroying our conservatism. And there's no point in me living out my days in the safety of a studio or an operating room because ORs are actually pretty safe for the surgeons. And knowing that I could have done something to intervene and help, and I did. So I jumped into the race. There's an, it was an open race, lots of opportunity to reflect the values of Pennsylvania, which is a microcosm of the country. So Pennsylvania is often the deciding state in presidential elections, but also critically important for the Senate to hold our Republican seat. And my conservative values I'll put out there real quickly. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. Life starts at conception. Protect those little children in grade school. Don't let them get indoctrinated. Get them well-educated and provide them health care as they go and grow older. You've got to control the border and have appropriate law and order in cities so their lives are protected. Uh, prosperity, liberty is all about the First Amendment, first for a reason. You and I value that. The Second Amendment is also part of that because it protects the first and all the other amendments. And finally, pursuit of happiness to me is about capitalism. It's a guaranteed form of freedom we all crave. And together with capitalism, we need individualism. We don't want to be a collectivist society where the government tells you what to do. Be yourself. It's the best way to deal with the major crises we face. All right, Dr. Oz, thank you so much for being with us. Six days, a very important Senate race. We're watching very, very closly, and we appreciate your time as always. All right, to our busy phones we go. Tracy in the great state of Ohio. Tracy, it says you're a nurse. Are you a nurse? Yes, I've been a nurse for 30 years. Well, you know, my my sisters were all nurses. They all got out of it eventually because it's such hard work, But and, and they're doing other great things. Every nurse I've ever met in my life has a heart of gold. Every single one of them. It's a special calling, and God bless you. 30 years, you... you you had to be born to do this because I know I would never want to do your job. It's too hard. It takes a special type of person to be a nurse. You have to be a little mental, to be honest with you. That's kind of like being a talk show host. It takes a special <laughs> type of mindset. You got to be willing to get the crap kicked out of you every day and not care. And then you, you got to exactly. be uh, a little bit off. I agree. And you go back for it every day. Every day. But I wanted to call in. Um, I think people need to open their eyes. I've been a nurse for 30 years. I was injured while taking care of a patient in 2018. I'm getting ready to have my fifth surgery, and I'm on workers' compensation, which is a fixed income that I knew nothing about workers' comp because I've never been injured at work. Um, mm -hmm. uh, all the bills keep coming. The rates are going up. The electric company in Dayton, Ohio, is raising their rates from 4.8 to 10.9, so it's going to double everyone's electric bills. What I didn't realize is I can no longer invest in my future because workers' compensation is not a taxable income. What, so is the, what is the extent of your injury? How long do you think you're going to be out? Can you ever get back to work? Or is this... Um, this is that my debilitating. fifth surgery. Um, I had tendons and ligaments ripped in my hand. And um, that takes a long time to heal. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, I'm doing everything I can do, attending all of my appointments and doing everything I need to do. And I did everything right before. I'm a conservative. I saved my money. I had my nest egg. I invest in my future. Well, I no longer have a savings account because all the prices have gone up. And for the last two years, I have, you know, done my due diligence and paid my mortgage and done everything. However, one, I can't sell my house because I can't get a loan. I don't have an income, even though I have workers' comp. 
if that makes any sense to anybody. No, it, it does make sense. And and first of all, you've done everything right. You know, you, you, you're like every American I know. They work hard, play by the rules, pay their taxes. Uh, they discipline themselves. They, they save money anywhere they can. They save for their retirement. You've done all of these things unforeseen. You have a severe injury. Now you're on workman's comp, and it's not adequate enough for you to keep your head above water. Now you got to dip no. into your savings. Um, I, I would assume workers' comp allows for rehabilitation and physical therapy, I hope. They do allow for that, but you also, I have to pay for my own health insurance out of that okay. money because I no longer have health insurance from a job because I can't do my job. How do they take, and you were injured on the job though, so how do they take yeah. that away from you? Because they can write it into their policies at the organization that if you're on workers' comp for so many months, they can eliminate your position. I'm going to recommend one thing first, and the, the second thing I'm going to recommend to you. First thing I'm going to recommend is you find a lawyer. Okay. A good lawyer. I, did do, I have done that so far. I have one. Okay. And I would make sure that that lawyer is very firm in stating uh, that what they're doing is, is likely uh, not going to fly with you, and, well, and then okay. I would follow through. Don't make it an th empty threat. Only do it if you mean it. And I would, it sounds to me like they have no right to take away your health insurance just because you're injured. Let me just tell you as a matter of fact, anybody that works, for example, for this radio show, um, mm -hmm. that, that has some difficulty, we're not just saying goodbye to you. We're going to work with you as long as needed uh, to help that person and, and, and get them recovered and get them back on the show as quickly as possible. Um, not did did you ever have any disability insurance at all? Yes, and uh, I unfortunately lost that when they eliminated my position. Okay, Unless you know I what? This, this sounds Cobra, like Cobra this has lawsuit written all over it to me. <laughs> I'm 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 not a lawyer. I'm not going to play one on radio. But you need a great workman's compensation attorney, somebody that's going to go fight for you and and stand up for you. That's number one. Number The next thing you need to do is what you're doing, and that is get healthy as quickly as possible. Look, I, I've had new, a couple of injuries over the last year, and I haven't really talked about it publicly. And and one was pretty severe. And I, I just worked hard to avoid surgery. Worked really, right. really hard. And I, now I have the resources to do it, uh, I also have the ability to sit during my job. There, there were days it was hard to move, um, but I did it. And, you know, the, the thing that I don't want you doing is reaching into your pocket and taking away all of your savings, all of your lifelong savings. So the thing that I'm going to recommend to you is maybe, possibly, I would double up on your physical therapy because that's what I did. They told me what to do, and I did it twice a day, not once a day. And I did it right. twice as hard. I didn't. I didn't go the easy route, and I have a pretty high threshold for pain, so that wasn't a problem. Right. And the other thing I would maybe look into: maybe there are ways that you might be able to, even with your injury, find income that you can bring into your household temporarily while your lawyer is working to get this righted for you. Because it sounds to me like this needs to be corrected legally. The other um, thing is, if you work then you lose your workers' compensation income. I should have known. So it's a double-edged sword. It's, that's You're a double-edged sword. Then oh, get that I'm lawyer sorry. in. Has he sent a letter yet? Yes, he did. He started the process. 
Uh, well, how so, how long do they think till you'll be able to get back to work? I'm waiting for their approval for the final surgery. So I'm just sitting waiting now. I've been waiting for three months for them to say, okay, have that surgery. <laughs> You, you just can't make this up. By the way, thank you very much for your 30 years of service. Good grief. Thank you. Well, um, I, I really feel sorry for you. I, I will tell you the system sucks. You know what most Americans don't know that I know before the midterm elections, everybody's health care is going to go up dramatically. We're already Absolutely. paying 250% more. Forget about keep your doctor plan and save money. That That's out the window. Uh, anyway, Tracy, God bless you. You're in our prayers. I'm sorry this is so difficult. It need not be this way, and, and sadly for you it is. Keep us in the loop. Let us know how this works out, okay? Feel better. Yep, hopefully they learn. Thank you. Bye-bye. That's going to wrap things up for today. Hannity, tonight, 9 Eastern, please set your DVR. Piers Morgan joins us. Dr. Oz joins us. Tulsi Gabbard. Kellyanne Conway, uh, Congresswoman Lauren Boebert will join us, Larry Elder, and more. Say DVR, 9 Eastern, Hannity on the Fox News Channel. We'll see you tonight, back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.